0: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter. Walter.
1: Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hour two of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here in the Sig Sauer Studios, now on the Fort Worth Armory microphone. I love that, Fort Worth Armory microphone. All of it presented today and every day by the great X the Insurance. If you need some ammo... Support the company that supports Armed American Radio and presents to you the microphones, the title sponsor, Fort Worth Armory. 3W dot spell it out F-O-R-T, W-O-R-T-H Armory, A-R-M-O-R-Y dot com. Fort Worth com. pick up some ammo, some bulk ammo, pick up some a couple boxes, whatever you need. Fort Worth Armory will ship it to you. And when you do that, you support Armed American Radio and help us stay on the airwaves. Very important. Greg down in Dallas, Texas, how are you? I want to thank you for being there running the boards for us today. It's a big job. You're with us six days a week. How are you? I am. I'm doing fine. Christmas coming up. You got plans? You good? Uh, Visiting friends and family, basically. Sounds good. That's normally what Christmas is all about. Yep. How about we set up some hypothetical situations here? Uh I I started going through this. I was thinking about this yesterday yesterday. I'm always thinking of hypothetical situations, right? And if you carry a firearm for self-defense, it's not unusual to come up with things, concoct things in your mind. What if stories? Mm -hmm. What if I get out of the car and I'm walking to that grocery store? What if someone pops out from behind that car? What if someone attacks me if on my way back? What if I come out and there are three people leaning against a van? And I'll just say this because the left will call it something in hoodies. Staring at me, right? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? How am I going to react? Am I going to go, hey, guys, and just keep walking to my car? Am I going to hesitate? Am I going to go a different? What am I going to do? And if you carry a firearm for self-defense, these are things you should be thinking about all the time. All the time. Going through these scenarios in your mind. What could happen? You don't want to make a decision to carry a firearm on your person. And have the means to use deadly defense and not think about these things. You don't want to have that gun on your hip and then go through your life in condition white using Cooper's color codes, right? If you're carrying a gun, you better not be walking around clueless. I think that's safe advice. I think that's the smart thing to suggest. Be alert to your surroundings. So I I think about some of these these hypothetical situations. Now, I have a number of AR-15 rifles. I love me my AR-15 rifles. And my two newest AR-15s are the Daniel Defense M4A1, beautiful gun. And the DDM4V7, beautiful gun. (laughs) They're just gorgeous. And I'm looking at getting another one. And I have various other makes and models. Are they good for home defense? Hell yeah, they're good for home defense. What do we hear from the media all the time? Why do you need one of those? Greg, I was talking about uh, my appearance on NBC4 in New York City a couple years back, right, for the morning show. All right. And all, you know, the two liberal uh, NBC News correspondents sitting at the desk just flabbergasted when I told them I had six or seven AR-15s. I have more than that now. Yeah, but they looked at each other like I was just a nutcase because they're liberals from New York City. And to them, anybody with an AR-15 is probably a school shooter. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that got me thinking when I was talking about that, I start setting up some scenarios in my head, you know, can an AR-15 really be, when would a, an AR-15, because you hear it all the time. What do you need one of those for? for self defense? Who needs 30 bullets? Who needs that? high and Anthony magazine, that type of nonsense that you hear. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, what if I was at home by myself one day, and I don't know, let's pick a number. Let's say seven. Seven is a great number, right? Sure. Seven people attempt, well, let's say they have masks on, and they attempt to break into my home. And let's say in my house, there's my whole, not just me, but my whole family. That would be four people because I'm fortunate enough to have both kids and my wife home for a dinner. Right. All right. And one of the seven people, let's say it's seven people break into the home and fire a shot. We're coming in. That's pretty hardcore scenario. And if you ever think, if you ever envisioned what you would do in a home invasion, AWR and I have talked about it many times on the program. And ladies and gentlemen, when we tell you some of these happy ending stories that we talk about, you'll note that the homeowner was able to get to his gun quickly. Why? He didn't say, let me go and open up my gun safe and move through four combinations, spin it three times this way, three times this way, three times this way, back two, back two, back three, back three, back back one, back one, and open the safe. Clearly, these people had immediate access to their firearms when their home was invaded. And we've covered many of these stories. All right. So as I'm going through these, I'm making these things up. I took some notes. And I say, oh, so one of the guys, let's just say what, fires a shot when he comes into the house, right? Mm-hmm. What if, because I have more than one gun, and what if my guns are accessible, let's say me and my son defend my my wife, his mom, and his sister, and my daughter, right? Can we use an AR-15 to do that? Absolutely. So in that scenario, wouldn't an AR-15 work? Yes. No. Isn't that a great tool for home defense to have that available to you? If I hit, cause I just told you seven attackers. What, we could have said six, but I chose seven, seven attackers. Clearly they're armed because they come in, show a force, fire around, and my son and I respond with AR-15s because they're readily accessible somewhere in the home where we happen to be. When all this goes down, keeping in mind that these things happen in split seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Let's just say the guy who fired the shot was shot and killed. Let's say that my my son and I fired at him in response to the home invasion. He was shot and killed. What do you think the other six would do? Likely flee. So hypothetical situation. Is it unrealistic to concoct that in your mind? No, I mean, there's plenty of... Or is that crazy? No. I mean, am I crazy? Oh, he's just a crazy gun nut coming up with all these crazy scenarios. I think about these things a lot. Maybe some of what I come up with might be crazy because it's fun to think about. But that's a plausible situation, is it not? I think so. I I don't think I'm crazy by coming up with that. What if... Because I don't live in an apartment, but I did. I think about this. We saw a video the other day. And video, of course, doesn't go well over the, over the airwaves. But I saw a video of two women walking back into their apartment building off the street. And it was clearly taken from a hallway camera, security camera, not from a cell phone. And you see these two women walking in off the street, and it looks like they're carrying shopping bags. And as they go out of camera view, you see two guys with masks and hoods come running in the door After, I guess, you know, I guess it was in a city somewhere, it was likely locked. These guys waited for the door to open, kicked, kept the door open when the women walked in, went running down, again, out of camera view. You hear yelling and screaming and then gunshots and see the two hoodie-wearing, mask-wearing losers go fleeing back out the door they just came in. That's a real video. Greg, have you seen that video? I don't believe so. It's fun to watch. I would highly recommend it. What if I was there and the women were not armed? And I saw, I don't know, one of the women being attacked or evidence of an attack. Okay. And what if I happened to live there? See, I I come up with these scenarios. What would I do? Listener, what would you do if you lived there and this was unfolding and you heard what you thought was an attack in the hallway and you were armed? And again, we'll pick on the AR-15 because the AR-15 is much maligned by the left. These are not good for home defense, but you had one and you walked outside because you heard this commotion out on, there's a blood trail and you follow it and you see a vicious attack occurring. Greg, would you think your AR-15 would be a great tool for self-defense in a scenario like that that we're making up in our heads? Just Wouldn't that be a great tool? It doesn't have to be a pistol, does it? No, not at all. Particularly, what if there were two or three attackers? Like go back to that situation, that real situation where these two guys come in now there's multiple attackers. You're trying to defend someone who's being stabbed. And you have an AR-15, and there's two attackers on this person, or three. The AR-15 would be a great tool, wouldn't it? Yeah. To have with absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right? We got 30 seconds. I'm going to make up some others. I don't, Maybe we'll come up. I don't know. Maybe I don't, we'll see what we can come up with. I wrote a few down. But when we come back from the break, I want cont- to continue. Hypothetical Hour 2 on armed american radio and the reason i'm doing this is because i want you to think about this you hear a lot about this a lot of you are going to be home with family over the holidays that might not like your guns and your gun rights i would encourage you not to talk about it but if you have to talk about it i want you to think about these things because it helps give you a response to that goofy leftist in your life plus they're just fun to talk about and if you carry a gun or have one and somebody asks you that boneheaded question what do you need that for you can come up with answers We'll be back. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Six Hour Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Mike, we'll be right back after these breaks. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, you're darn right. Visit DanielDefense.com. And I, I keep reminding you to get on that mail list. I promise you are not going to be bombarded. But you get really cool emails. Daniel Defense has a great email set up. And you see some really great product. And the really nice part about it is you'll get an email about once every couple of weeks. And it's something that you want to see. And if you really enjoy looking at their products, it's it really is a fun email list to be on. I like it, obviously, because I love their products and own a few and want more. And, but if you just want to put together a wish list in your head or find something that you want to save up for, the emails are a great way to do it. And they will tell you what's currently in stock, so you can go online and take a look at it and what configuration, et cetera, and make some decisions. And they've got some great options for purchase over there as well. Plus, they've got the Daniel Defense store. I've got a lot of cool Daniel Defense stuff, some shirts. I've worn a couple on camera. Uh, I've got a really cool rain pullover, that, a Daniel Defense one that's that's fantastic, particularly this time of year if I'm not in Arizona, which I happen to be in now, so I don't really need it. But you get what I'm saying. Many of you live in colder climates or rainy climates. you living up in Seattle right now. The Daniel Defense thing is great for you. Visit DanielDefense.com. Get on the mail list. It's well worth it. More about our partners coming up. So I'm making stuff up as I go along, and I love to do that. My kids accuse me of, you just making stuff up. My wife says it all the time. Of course, I reply back, you're making stuff up too. I guess I guess all of us do. It's part of human nature. But when you make a decision to carry a firearm, you should be making these things up in your head, and you should be concocting ideas and answers and responses to what it is you're making up in your head and train for that. You can train for these things on the range. And a lot of times, if you have access to an outdoor range, it's a lot easier to do so where you have some more freedom of movement. You can draw from holsters, et cetera. I'm not a real big fan of indoor ranges for a lot of different reasons, but in many cases, that's all we have. But nonetheless, you can set these up and you can train for these type of scenarios. And by doing so, you become more proficient with your firearm and you become mentally proficient. Hey, I've thought about these things. And when and what it does is it keeps you alert and it keeps you aware. So let's make up something else as we go along. Uh, drive-by shooting. Uh, do you live in a city? Drive-by shootings, we read about these all the time. What would you do? And I, Neil McCabe is a great example. Greg, Neil McCabe been on the show for over ten years. If you recall, told the story living in Maryland, not far from D.C., when his house was shot up in a drive-by. Do you remember that? Just he just told the story. You know, I guess a couple, three years ago, but it happened to him. Uh, wow! I, no, I haven't heard that story. I, I thought you were aware of that. So nope. we'll have Neil tell that story maybe on the air this week or next week. But a drive-by shooting, it happens. It happens in America. It happens, it happens, like I say, right? Yep. Let's say a vehicle pulls up in front of your home. Let's say, I don't know, you have kids, there's a dispute, whatever. But a vehicle pulls up in front of your home, You know, maybe no dispute, no nothing. Just a vehicle pulls up in front of your home. Maybe you live in a, I don't know, pick a city, big city, liberal, Houston. Houston, you're tuned in. You get all six days of the program. Let's say Houston. And I'm going to stay on the AR-15 because I'm picking on the left. You you hear it all the time. Nobody needs an AR-15. You tell me if you would prefer to have an AR-15 in this situation I'm giving you now or if you'd prefer to have a pistol. Car empties out, bunch of kids unload on the house. Maybe they're not supposed to be at your house. Whatever the scenario is, you don't know why they're there. Would you rather respond with an AR-15 or would you rather respond with a pistol? Now, I love... My Ruger, or, or excuse me, my, my Sig Sauer P365s. I have Rugers and I have lots of guns. I carry that Sig P365 all the time. But in a c- scenario like that, I'm going to want something a little bit bigger, Greg. Yeah, and something with more of a uh, magazine capacity as well. Boom. Thank you for that, I, the magazine capacity for reminding me of that. I want something with more rounds than I'm going to get in that little self-defense weapon, which is great for being out and about. There's nothing better. Maybe the macro, I mean, we could, that's arguable all day long. People have their great, their, their picks, but in a scenario like this, I'm going to want an AR 15. And I don't think that's a stretch to make up a scenario like that. I, it may hopefully never happen, but if it does, wouldn't you rather have thought about it and been prepared because we have covered with AWR Hawkins on Breitbart news, happy ending stories, ladies and gentlemen, for years on the program. And one of the underlying themes in every one of these stories, particularly home invasions, that the homeowner had their clearly had their gun at the ready or nearby, either on their person or I would dare say maybe the farthest away if they're on the couch and they had to go to the refrigerator or something on top of the fridge. Or the door. Or the door next to the door, or maybe leaning against the fireplace, kind of like a couple Daniel Defense Rifles do at somebody's house that I know that stand guard and ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. All right, and I, you know I have a pistol on me, pretty much all the time. So these are not crazy things to think about because these things actually do happen. Do you have kids? Let's set this up. I have kids. My kids, I I stripped them of the curiosity of firearms years ago my son when i first got to talking to my son about firearms was about six years old and i bought him a little cricket 22 when he was about 10. well i can hear the leftists going crazy right now yeah it was a kid's gun because it fit him and he and i at that time i had 40 acres i was leasing from a lumber company out in the woods it was gorgeous talk about going out and getting away from it all ah, perfect oh it was beautiful 17-mile beautiful drive up into the, you know, very base of the Georgia mountains where I had this triangular shaped 40-acre property, perfect shooting. Perfect shooting. We had about a 75-yard patch that was clear. And we put some, you know, we we planted there for deer. We hunted it and we had a, you know, berm built and I had some, you know, I made some uh, stands out of some PVC. So we'd put the targets in the truck and head out there and talk about a great day. Mm. We just had a ball, and it was great family fun, great family fun. My daughter never really took to it that much, but my daughter knows how to use a firearm. So what what if you've got kids at home, right? You and your wife are out for the day, and your kids are home. Would you, if your kid was 16, 17, 18 years old, living at home, want to know that they knew how to handle a firearm if something bad happened while you were gone? Absolutely. I certainly would. And I don't think it's a stretch to suggest that that's probably likely what you should, you, you know, if you, you they should know, particularly if there's guns in the home, that's your responsibility. But what would you do if there was, I don't know, a bunch of punk kids who maybe had an issue with your kid that you were unaware of today's social media that happens all the time. What if they were to show up when you weren't there? Or what if they just chose to break into the home because they knew you weren't there and they didn't like your family? For whatever reason, concoct whatever you want in your own mind. But just think that that's something like that happened. What if your kid was home alone and multiple people broke into the home? Your son knows how to shoot an AR-15 because you've taken him shooting before. Mine certainly does. Loves the gun. He's got the, we graduated him to the little Smith & Wesson m AR-22. I'd rather know that he had it. We'll finish this hypothetical scenario. I'll figure we'll make some more stuff up over the break to tell you when we come back to add to the story. Don't go away. Two more segments. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters in the beautiful Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Scottsdale area, Arizona, doing some work on behalf of the Second Amendment Foundation out here. Just because I love Arizona. I get out here as often as I can, which is never enough. But when I have an opportunity to come out, particularly when it's work-related, it's always a lot of fun because I love to get out here. So we've brought the Sig Sauer Studios with us. And in this hour, the Fort Worth Armory microphone, we're in front of it right now. And all of this is presented by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to support our partners. Car Arms, North American Arms, Defender Coffee. The Defender Coffee is great stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a no-brainer, head slapper. Drink great coffee. Support the Second Amendment Foundation at the same time just by drinking great coffee. Eh, that's pretty easy to do and when you hear mr gottlieb on the program who made a great very rare greg daily appearance on the show yesterday so busy during the day we don't even bother him during the daily show yeah it was nice having him we had him it's always great to hear his voice on the on the daily program it really is because there's so much going on and we'll talk with him again over the weekend of course it's christmas so really not sure how we're going to handle that we'll talk about that later Uh, Lead Slinger's Whiskey, the Sig Sauer Studios, I was talking about the Sig P365. I have a couple variations of that. Beautiful guns, the P320, beautiful gun. I've got a gorgeous uh, 226 full size, absolutely beautiful firearms. So check out Sig Sauer. And, And I mean, it's a Sig, right? It's a car. It's a North American arms. We've got Bursa in there from time to time. All right, so make sure to check out all of our partners. Heavensharvest.com has you covered on the emergency food supplies. 183 bucks. And I'm telling you, the family, if you use the promo code AAR, we'll ship it to you for free. And if you use the promo code CASE, C-A-S-E, you get the Pelican pistol case for free. I've got two of them. I've said this before. I'd go for the CASE if you're going to get the food. And I'm fortunate because they're not far from me in Georgia. They're about an hour and a half north of me. So I can go up there and buy the food and pick it up and bring it home. And it's a beautiful drive up in the mountains. So I can couple, kill a couple birds with one stone, Greg, to use the old phrase. Yep. Go up there and, and take a great drive in the AAR vet with the top down when the weather's nice and pick up some emergency food. And we eat it. I, my kids love the, the, you know, the freeze dried fruit. Yep. It's a great snack. So we kind of need some more of that. And there's, they've got you covered there, but make sure to check them out at Heaven's Harvest. Dot com. also legalheat.com legalheat.com if you have just if you're one of the many millions eight to ten million estimated higher than that I believe of Americans who have just bought a firearm for self-defense then get some training if you don't have training you definitely want to start now I know no, if you look at the stuff on TV and in the magazines it's extremely intimidating and that looks like paramilitary stuff oh geez I'm not I don't have knee pads. I got to get knee pads. I just bought a pistol to carry in my purse. No, you don't need knee pads. <laughs> okay. You, you can graduate to that if you want to. And if that floats your boat, that's great. Many of us have done that. And some of us still do. But if you want to get some great training for tens of dollars, not thousands, that requires traveling to one of the big gunfighter schools, Legal Heat has you covered. It's that simple. Visit LegalHeat.com and you'll get a class right there in a city near you for tens of dollars. And if you already have good training, want some brush up, same thing. Legalheat.com. Make sure to check them out. And we'll talk more about our partners before we close out the show. I'm going to go back to some of these scenarios. I got to thinking about more. Now I'm focusing on, you know, hypothetical AR-15s. Right? And we talked about your kid at home. Let me go another one with the kid. My son is 18. He'll be 19 soon. Let's go to younger kids. What if you've got 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds. You know, the Democrats are trying to force you to lock your guns up if you've got kids that are 21 and younger and make it a crime, punishable by fines or jail, because they're Democrats and they hate your guns. That's what they do. Make no mistake about it. That's not. That's a real statement. But what if you're, let's just say, 15-year-old son, pick an age, 12-year-old daughter, what if they were home alone? Are, aren't those kids old enough to leave home alone, Greg? You, you don't need a babysitter for a 15 year old and a 12 year old. No, no, yeah. My wife thought we did, and I'm like they're, like, they're 15 and 12. You're going to the grocery store while I'm, while I'm at work. The 15 year old's okay. watching the 12 year old. Exactly. You hire 15 year old kids to babysit for you, right? At least we did when we were kid- When we were, you know, when my parents had baby, we had a 15, 16 year old. I had one too, Margot Outcult. She was beautiful, loved her. But 15 and 12, I, you, and you had an AR-15 at the home, and your son has been at the range with you. Maybe you've got property like I had before some guy bought it in, from the lumber company and took me out of my lease and put chicken coops up, which is true. But my son I, I know is adept with the, with the rifles. I have no problem with him being able to use it. What if he was able to defend his sister? Wouldn't you want to know that he could do that? Yep. If something bad were to happen? Absolutely. There are professional burglars out there, ladies and gentlemen. There are professional people who scout and break into homes. Home looks empty. They go in. I want to know, if at all possible, my son can defend my daughter. And I'll tell you what. It would be really good to know that, well, maybe that 15-year-old was able to to off the people that were coming in that's a happy ending story and i know there's liberals out there going up listen to this guy he's talking nuts that never happens maybe that exact scenario doesn't happen maybe it does but i'm going to err on the side of i want my son who is very adept with firearms and knows how to use firearms to be able to have access to a firearm to defend his sister if we happen to not be home. And I can hear the left now with the irresponsible. Can't you hear him now, Greg? I can hear him in my headphones.
2: Uh, Yeah, I heard all the heads pop.
1: Yeah, well, what would happen if, I don't know, know, you don't want your son to be put in a position to have to fire a gun at anybody, for God's sakes, let alone yourself being in a position to do that. I had to pull a gun, and I didn't have to pull the trigger, thank God, but I would have. I wouldn't have hesitated if they had taken any more steps towards me. Nobody wants to be in that situation. And like in my case, it worked out for the best. Everybody went home okay, including the two criminals, because they fled at the sight of my firearm. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But if my son had to fire and I don't know, just kill one of the attackers and what does the other one do? Inevitably run off. You know, <laughs> there's no loyalty among thieves, is there? Nope. But that that you know that's a scenario that could happen, and I can hear the left blow in their mind right now, but I want to know that if there's an AR fifteen in the house that that's possible. What about how about pistols? Okay, I make up because I carry a pistol with me every single day. Here's one that always gets me. The left always says, "Oh, this never happens. That never happens." ex-boyfriend going after someone. This is why we talk about red flag laws being so unconstitutional. There would never be an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend attack, one of their significant others, or a divorce case where children are being fought over, correct? Oh, no. Nobody would ever make a false accusation, would they? How many times have we heard that? That's not hypothetical. That's real. Nope. What about a situation where an ex-boyfriend who is really ticked off at the girlfriend Because she has a restraining order against him. And let's make it real fun. He's a multiple-time convicted felon. And we all know the paper says, what's the number, 500 feet or something? You're not allowed within 500 feet? Something like that, yeah. They get violated all the time. All the time. Wouldn't you want to know that the woman had a handgun and was able to defend herself with that handgun in the event that that happened? Cause this guy's not coming over wanting to play par cheesy, Yahtzee, or tiddlywinks. He's coming over to kill her because they don't want to go back to prison. She can defend herself. We're getting ready to take a break, Greg. Is that what I hear? All right. When we come back, we'll just a couple more hypotheticals actually we'll stop with the hypotheticals. You get the idea. Okay. AR-15s, you hear the argument all the time from the left. Nobody needs an AR-15. Nobody need, you don't need a gun for self-defense. You're just more likely to get yourself in trouble, man. And we'll wrap that segment up. Then I want to take you to New Jersey, and I want to take you to New York to close out this hour and this two-hour segment of Armed American Radio coming to you from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix in the Sig Sauer Studios on this Fort Worth Armory mic, all presented by X-Insurance.
3: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense.
1: Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. That's Jim Bartow on the rejoin. We appreciate Jim's voice there. And he was covering the show for me just a couple weeks ago down in Dallas, Texas. Jim Bartow. Visit DanielDefense.com. As I mentioned, please get on that email list. You'll find some really fun stuff. Greg, before we got cut off, I was making stuff up as we go along. You know, with these ideas, because you hear this AR 15, the attacks on assault rifles by the left and all this crap. Nobody needs them. Here's what I want to let you know that everything I just told you was true. None of it was made up. It all was right. all real. Every single scenario I gave you was real. Those were actual events that happened sometime between about 2015 and leading up to about now. Those were all actual events. Yeah. It happens, you know. I told you about the seven gang, the seven uh, uh, masked intruders. That was in Glen St. Mary, Florida. We actually covered that when it happened at the time. A, a stabbing, a good neighbor with an AR-15 stopped a stabbing without firing a shot in 2018. That was in Oswego, Illinois. A guy, much like I just described to you, in his apartment hallway, found a trail of blood. Went to and what a stabbing. In effect, there were two individuals. Stabbing a person there, I believe a young woman, and the AR-15 did its job without having to fire a shot. Funny how that works. Both men stood down immediately. The uh, one of the stories, I you know, if I would had talked about the church shooting, you would have known that it was what I was telling you was real. because I was trying to make stuff up, be hard to make up Stephen Wilford's story. But um, the teenager, nineteen-year-old. That happened, and that happened in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, in 2017. We covered that on Armed American Radio. Three masked armed high school dropouts broke into the garage of the home of the kid. They knew him. They got away with it, went back for more. The 19-year-old was there, busted out the AR-15, and saved the property and and defended against the armed burglars. These were all true stories. The 15-year-old in Harris County, Texas, protecting his 12-year-old, Sister, the real deal. These were all real stories. And, of course, the uh, handgun story before I ran out of time, that actually happened in, and let me go, because we've covered millions of these, November 2nd in Milwaukee. And that scenario happens all the time. So these are real, ladies and gentlemen. And there are many, many, many more. We could go on and on and on discussing how many times AR-15s are used to defend life. So when you think of these hearings, and one of the stories I wanted to cover for you today was doctors, and I think MSN had this up, doctors and activists urge Illinois lawmakers to pass gun control bill. Yeah, you know, they trot out the victims, right? And they trot out the leftist doctors who talk about what a bullet does in a body. I wonder if those same doctors are interested in talking about what a victim looks like in a head-on collision when hit by a drunk driver. The body is far more traumatized. It's that simple, but they won't. They won't discuss any of that because well, they're not, you know, they like to use automobiles and compare them to guns until it doesn't work for them. You see how that works. That's Mm -hmm. the equation that doesn't work for us over there. And if you've ever seen victims of automobile accidents, trust me, it's far worse, far worse. It's horrific. Why don't they have individuals who use the firearms like we talked about to talk about their use of an AR-15 or a pistol. And remember this number before we move to the next two topics quickly to go over this with you. I'll spend more time on these topics I'm going to talk about on Sunday's MonsterCast. But remember this number. Less than 450 people in America, according to the FBI's latest Uniform Crime Report statistics, were killed by any rifle at all. And that includes an AR-15. Any rifle, including the AR-15 in America, think about that for just a moment. You'd never know that were the case based on the way the media talks about the evil AR-15. More people are beaten to death with hands and feet, kicked to death, kicked in the head, beaten to death by another human being by more than 250, according to the latest FBI report numbers at the UCR report. Don't take this crazy gun nut radio's radio host word for it. Go to the FBI UCR and look it up yourself. That's why we highlight these stories. And we highlight these stories because there is this huge ongoing effort by the left to come after your assault weapons, continuing in the face of Bruin. And it's why the court cases are so important in the Fourth Circuit in Maryland, the Third Circuit in Delaware, all supported by the Second Amendment Foundation. We're going to win those cases, I promise you. So while they're trotting out the lefty doctors who won't talk to you about those other victims because it doesn't fit their agenda, I want you to keep all of that in mind. And I'm going to go here now uh, because this story bears a lot more discussion than we're going to give it here on the Daily Defense. I kind of want to save this for the monster cast. Because I'm going to take you to New York now. The city of Rochester, and I could have done a hypothetical on this, but I chose not to. The city of Rochester has just filed a lawsuit against the gun industry as violence continues. Take a listen to this. This happened today. The suit was filed today against a host of firearms companies. Here's a quote: The suit seeks to hold manufacturers, makers, importers, and distributors of firearms responsible for the illegal and unreasonable sale manufacture, distribution, importing, and marketing of firearms. This is a statement from the city of Rochester. The city seeks compensatory and punitive damages, the creation of an abatement fund, and reimbursement of attorney's fees. The city of Buffalo did the same thing. Some of the defendants include Beretta, Smith & Wesson, Glock, Remington, and Bushmaster, and ghost gun companies like Polymer 80 and Arm or Ally. Keep this in mind. And let me, if I can get to this quickly. Uh, This was from, in a statement to CNN, one of the defendants, Bushmaster Firearms, said this. We have not had a chance to review the allegations in full at this time, but upon first blush, the verified allegations against Bushmaster Firearms Industries are false. Our counsel is currently reviewing the complaint and evaluating a path forward to address both this lawsuit and the potentially libelous claims made against Bushmaster Firearms Industries Incorporated. Thank God for that strong statement. And I want you to keep something in mind. When you go back to up to what the city of New York or the City of Rochester had to say, the seat seeks to hold manufacturers, makers, importers, and distributors of firearms responsible for the illegal and unreasonable sale, manufacture, distribution, importing, and marketing of firearms. All of those firearms are sold lawfully, under accordance with federal and state law. Every one of them. None of them are sold illegally. None of them are unreasonably sold illegally. None of them are manufactured illegally. None of them are distributed illegally. None of them are imported illegally. And none of them are marketed illegally. None of them. You know what this is about? The left thinks you're stupid and the left hates your guns. It's that simple. This is about confiscation. They will never stop. They will never go away. We will spend more time talking about this subject, I can promise you, on an upcoming monster cast because Buffalo did the same thing. Coincidence it's in New York? Yesterday we were talking about these coordinated efforts. Dave Workman said, of course they're working together. And they are. There's no doubt in my mind, wow, they never stop. Hope you enjoyed the program today as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you from my favorite place on Earth, the Valley of the Sun, beautiful Phoenix and Scottsdale area. In the six-hour Studios, Hour 1 on the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike. Hour 2 this hour on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike. All of it brought to you every day by X Insurance. I'm going to close out with this. You'll see Andy Hoosier in here tomorrow while I'm flying back across the country. We'll be back live on video for you on Friday and, of course, the Sunday Monster Cast on Christmas. So until we meet on the radio, remember to carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never leave your cave without your club. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe and we'll see you on the radio, guys.